Ruchim Habayim, welcome everyone to a special evening and a special event in honor of the Sefer Magad HaRakiah on Purim. Sefer Magad HaRakiah on Purim is a very dear Sefer to me. Beni B'chayri, this is my first Sefer that I was like to compile. So it has a special place in my heart, also in honor of the Sefer on Purim, the Concealed and the Revealed. These are Svarim that are both available. You could get Magad Rakia on Purim at our site, RabbiDG.com. You could get the Sefer at better Svarim stores near you. And the Concealed and the Revealed, you could order at Artscroll.com. Put in the promo code REVEALED, capital R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D. And you could get the Sefer for 15% off. Now, before we begin even, sometimes people wonder... Is a rabbi allowed to advertise his farm? I mean, that sounds pretty unusual for a rabbi to advertise his own farm. It's interesting. Actually, when the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch came out, the Rav Shlema Gansfried put in ads in the paper to sell the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. And he gave special deals. If you bought 10, you got one free. If you bought 100, you got 10 free. And... So, following in the illustrious footsteps of many G'daylem who advertised their Sfarim, it's, uh, we're very happy to share with the greater public the availability of the Sfarim. Tonight's event is hosted by Chazak. I want to thank Rav Ilan Meirav, Rav Yaniv Meirav. I want to thank my good friend Ravi Newman for hosting tonight's event. Whatever you could do to support Chazak and their efforts in enrolling children in yeshivas, Tavay Aleichem Bracha. Tonight's shir is sponsored by Chickens for Shabbos, which is an amazing organization that raises money for those in Kla Yisrael who need it most. Go to the Yad Eliezer site and click the icon for Agunois, Amonois, Malamdim, and you could support those in Kla Yisrael who need it most. Without our Malamdim, we would not have the next generation. Now, uh, we all are familiar with the teaching of the Gemara Megillah, Mevatlin Talmud Torah Umba'in Lashmaya Mikra Megillah. We are Mevatel from learning. And we come to hear the reading of the Megillah. Now that's very interesting, we're Mevatel from Talmud Torah. Isn't Talmud Torah the greatest mitzvah? But the Gemara continues that not only are we Mevatel Talmud Torah from Mikra Megillah, but even Kaihanim Ba'avoidasan, Leviim Beduchanan, Yisrael b'ma'amadam, Kaihanim could be doing the Avodah, Leviim could be at the Duchen, Yisrael could be at the Maimad. They are all mevato, their Avodah, and they come to hear Mikra Megillah. Comes the Balat Turim in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Tetzaveh. And the Balat Turim says that this hierarchy of the importance of Mikra Megillah, even more than Talmud Torah, even more then the Avodah, this hierarchy, is alluded to in the Psukim. How so? It says in this week's parsha, V'nishma koiloi b'vayoi ala kodesh. When describing the Me'il, it says, and its voice, its sound, will be heard when it comes into the sanctuary. And the Balaturim comments that the Masoretic note indicates that in Tanakh, on three occasions, the word Venishma appears. 
One is in the above pasuk, Vinishma Koiloi Bivoyela Koidesh. One is by Tabalas Hatira, Naase Vinishma. So when you want to know, and and a third instance where it says Vinishma is in Megillah Sester, it says, Vinishma Piskam Hamelchasher Yaase Bichal Malchusai. So three times the word Vinishma appears. So from here we learn when there's a conflict of Vinishma Piskam Hamelch, a conflict of Megillah Sester, and Talmud Torah Naase Vinishma. Then you listen to the Megillah, Vinishma, Piskam HaMelech. Why? Kirabahi. It's greater. Megillah Esther is greater. The Balaturim continues. If you want to know, if you have a choice between Avoida, Tefillah, and Mikra Megillah, Mikra Megillah Adif, Mikra Megillah is greater because it says, Vinishma Koiloi Bevoyoy Ala Kodesh. And it says, Vinishma Piskam HaMelech. So when you have a conflict between Vinishma Koila Bivoyala Kaidash and Vinishma Piskam HaMelech, then you listen to the Megillah. Why? Kirabahi. Because it is greater. Megillah's Esther is greater. So here we have an amazing statement of the Balaturim. That not only are, are we Mavatel Talmatoira for Mikra Megillah, but Mikra Megillah is actually greater than Talmatoira. How could such a thing be? How could Megillas Esther be greater than Talmud Torah? The Talmud Torah Keneged Kula. Megillas Esther is only a mitzvah derabanan. It's only midivrei neviim. So how could Mikra Megillah be greater than Talmud Torah? So I want to share with you an idea this evening, and then we're going to come back to explain this Bal Haturim about the holiness, the sanctity, the immense kedusha of. Miguel Asesa. Let's begin with the song Shoshanas Yaakov. Shoshanas Yaakov Tzolav Yisamecha So let's refer, let's begin with the word Shoshana. Shoshanas Yaakov. Why do we call the rose? Why don't we say Tulip Yaakov? Why don't we say Daisy Yaakov? Why don't we say you know, they're much more, more expensive flowers. Orchid Yaakov. I mean, uh, why not Orchid Yaakov? Why Shoshanas Yaakov? And why Yaakov? When are we ever called Yaakov? Do you know how many times in the Torah the Jewish people are called Yaakov? Never! We're never called Yaakov! You have one Pasuk, Torah Tzivalanu Moshe, Moshe Kehilas Yaakov, we're called Kehilas Yaakov. But why not just Yaakov? Or Bnei Yisrael? Why Yaakov? Why not Bnei Yisrael? Shoshanas Yisrael. There's a statement in Shoshanas Yaakov that requires explanation. We say, Teshuasam ha-yisalanetzach. Teshuasam, teshuasam ha-yisalanetzach. Or maybe you prefer, Teshuasam ha-yisalanetzach. But we say the salvation of Purim was lanetzach, Forever. I mean, whenever you're saved, it's forever. The enemy didn't get you. So it's an eternal salvation. Why is Purim specifically called Lanetzach, an eternal salvation? In the Megillah we say, Mishpacha, Mishpacha, Medina, Medina, Ve'ir, Ve'ir. 
Vimei hapurihim ha'ele lo ya'avru mitaychayidim b'zichram lo yasuf mizaram. We say the memory of Purim. These days of Purim will never pass from the Jewish people, and their memory will never cease. And the Alkut Shemoni comments on this medrash, comments on this pasuk, that when Mashiach comes, all the Yamim Tovim will be batal, except for Purim. The only Yom Tif that will remain, the way it is today, is the Yom Tif of Purim. The Medrash quotes Rabbi Lezer, who disagrees. He says, also Yom Kippur will last forever. And the Rajba is baffled by the words of this Medrash. What do you mean all the Yom Tovim will be batal? I mean, one of the Yud Gimel Ikrim is Ani Mamin Ben Lun Shleima Shatayrazu Loi there will never be another Taira. The Taira will never change. Well, how will all the Yom Tavim be Batal? How could you say that they'll be Batal? And if they will be Batal, then why won't Purim be Batal? Why will Purim endure the duration of the Galas? Why is Purim any better than any other Yom Tif? And the Rajba mysteriously answers, that what the Yalkut Shemani means is that while all the other Yamim Toivim are subject possibly to the abolishment of a persecuting nation, a, pu- a persecuting empire, Purim, there's a Havtacha, we are vouchsafed that Purim will never be abolished, we will never be persecu- persecuted not to be able to observe Purim. Other holidays, we have the Pasuk Parak Beis, Pasuk Vav, Shikach Hashem B'Tzioin Mo'ed V'Shabbos Yomim Toivim and Shabbos may have been forgotten but Purim will never become Batal V'yimei HaPurim Ha'ela Lo Yavru Mitoich HaYehudim V'Zichram Lo Yosuf Mizaram But the Maral vehemently disagrees with this approach of the Rajbah he doesn't understand why would other mitzvahs be subject to potential potentially becoming abolished or persecution why would Purim be different, and instead, the Maharal offers a really a stunning approach to answer this question, and this is found also in the writings of Rav Shama Al-Kabetz in the Manoy Salidi. The Maharal says as follows, All other Yom Tovim are commemoration of the Exodus, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. All Yom and Toivim commemorate the miraculous events surrounding our freedom from the land of Egypt. We know God took us out of Egypt, the Yad Chazak of with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed many, many open miracles when He took us out of Mitzrayim, and all the Yom and Toivim we observe basically commemorate that, be it, of course, the Yom Tov of Pesach, but even Sukkot, we celebrate the Anani HaKavayit, that surrounded us when we left Mitzrayim. And when we make Kiddush on all the Yom Tovim, we say, Mitzrayim. But the day will come, friends, where Hashem will perform miracles again for the Jewish people. And the miracles that Hashem will perform for us will actually surpass in magnitude the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. They will be of much greater scale. They will be much more eminent. They will be much more powerful. They will be much more spectacular. And therefore, the day will come, not that we won't observe Pesach, Sukkot, Shavuos, but the miracles of the 
exodus, the miracles of leaving our current Golos, will be much more spectacular than the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So they will make the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim pale in comparison. However, Purim will always be significant. Purim will never be dulled. Purim will never be overshadowed. And therefore, Purim will always be celebrated. Vilna Gaon points out that Purim is unique. That no open miracles took place in the times of Purim. Everything that took place was couched in Teva. There were no open miracles. In contrast to the Exodus, in contrast to the Yad Chazak of Zerenatuya of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Gemara in Chulan asks, Esther min ha-Torah minayim. Where is Esther's name alluded to in the Torah? The Gemara says, Va'anoichi haster aster pane ba'yimahu. Vilnagon is bothered. Why do we need to find a remez to Esther in the Torah? Many, many miracles happen to many individuals throughout history, and the Gemara doesn't try to say, okay, where is this miracle? Where is that miracle? What exactly is the Gemara asking Esther min ha-Torah minayim? Says the Vilna Gain, quoting the Gemara Chagiga. The Gemara Chagiga says that an Apikairas once pantomimed to Rabbi Shoben Chananya, he turned his face away from Rabbi Shoben Chananya, indicating that God has turned his face away from the Jewish people. Motioning the Pasuk, haster aster panai whereupon Rabbi Shoben Chananya pantomimed back. He pantomimed, Oid Vayeta Oid Yadoy Natuya. His hand is still outstretched, like the Pasuk says, Vayeta Lenu Chesed Lufne Malche Paras. In other words, what Rabbi Shubhan Hanani was saying was even though God is hidden in the Galas, and we don't see open miracles, and there's no splitting of the sea, and there's no falling of the mud, and there's no water turning into blood, there are no open miracles in the Galas. But behind the scenes, God is looking out for us with the same power and the same control and the same hashkacha. His hand is still outstretched. So what the Gemara is asking, Esther minatoira minayin, how do I know even in the Golos, even in Hester Panim, the Riban Shom is with us to the exact same extent? Says Vil Nagain, comparing Hanukkah to Purim. The Gra says that Hanukkah is not really a, that big of a deal. The Beis HaMikdash stood. We were in Eretz Yisrael. So of course, we're in our homeland. God is with us. He's going to make miracles for us. It's not that noteworthy, and it's not really that significant. What? Hashem showed His love to us when our relationship was strong. Does that show the long-lasting nature of the relationship? We know every relationship has ups and downs. You have good days and bad days. No relationship is static or plateaued. Sometimes things go better and sometimes not as good. That's just human nature. If you wanted to know or to look at a couple and to know, do we know that this relationship is eternal? Do we look at the good days or do we look at the bad days? Most certainly we look at the bad days. Maybe a day... They're not talking to each other. They have a disagreement. And they're sort of ignoring each other. If on that day, 
the wife makes a nice dinner, something that the husband really likes to eat, or if on that day the husband buys her something that she really likes, ooh, then we know the relationship is long-lasting. Because even when it falls rock bottom, but they're showing they still are together, they're still a unit, then we know the relationship is eternal. Chanukah that took place when the Beis HaMikdash was standing. Big deal. That doesn't show the eternity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for us. Things were going well. We were flying high. We were in the land of Israel. We had the temple. But here we are in Golos Babel. We were exiled for 70 years. We're in the darkness of Golos. We're concealed in Golos. Esther Menatoira Minayin. How do I know that even in the darkness of Golis, God, the Rebbe is still with us to the exact same extent where the Rebbe is showering His love and looking out for us, even though we, we may be doing chatoim and we may be sinning, the Rebbe is still there with us. That is what we see from Purim. Purim, we were in the Golis Babel. We were sitting at the Suda Vachashverosh. And even then, Hashem is looking out for us. The Vilna Gain says this is compared to a king who had an only child. And the king's ministers were very, very jealous of the king's love for him. And it was a mischievous child. Eventually the king had to banish him from the palace and he sent him to the forest. The boy thought the king had abandoned him, that his father forgot about him. And the king was very disappointed in his son but he continued to love his son dearly. He was worried that without the protection of the palace walls, maybe some of the jealous advisors may harm the boy, or, an, or a wild animal could harm him. So the king secretly dispatched some of his trusted advisors and servants to secretly watch out for the boy. As the boy walked, all of a sudden a bear ambles his way, and one of the advisors pops out of the forest and rescues the boy. Sometime later, one of the, the jealous advisors tries to harm the boy, and again, he's protected by one of his father's servants. Now the boy realized, wait a second, he's being guarded, he's being protected. He realizes that even though his father sent him out, he continues to love him. He loves him eternally. Realizing this, recognizing this, it engendered an overwhelming love for his father. Even though, his fa- even though he misbehaved and he had to be sent away, his father continued to look out for him. This is what happened in the times of Purim. We were exiled from the land of Israel. We were in Galus Babel because of our sins. And therefore, even in the Galus, Hashem sent protective agents. He sent Mordechai HaTzadik. He sent Esther HaMalka. I hid my face from you on that day. But even so, I'm still looking out for you. I'm still protecting you. Chassam Soifer writes, in his opening piece on the Megillah, in the Torah's Moshe, what was the greatest miracle of Megillah's Esther? This is such a dramatic question. We're going to take a moment for a brief interval. First of all, we want to thank Chickens for Shabbos for dedicating today's shir. Please go to the Yad Eliezer site and click the icon for Amonos, Grushos, Malamdim, 
and you could support those in Klal Yisrael who need it most, especially in times of Purim. The Rambam tells us that more than spending money on your Suda, more than spending, spending money on Mishlech Manois, one should spend money to uplift the hearts of the downtrodden. So, please go to the Yad Eliezer site, and whatever you could do would be greatly appreciated. Says the Chassam Seifer, the greatest miracle of Purim is not that Achishverosh married Vashti. Uh, it's not that Achishverosh married Esther. It's not that he appointed Haman. It's not that Mordechai rode the royal horse. The greatest miracle of Purim is that at the moment that the Jewish people were sinning in the most obscene fashion, and they were committing a sin that they deserved, which in a, in a certain sense was the worst sin in the history of the world. They were nene from the Suda Achashverosh. At that moment, the Rebbe love for us was unwavering and unbending and unaffected. Yes, he was going to punish us, but at the same time, he set into motion the salvation, indicating that re- irrespective of what level we're on, we are always the beloved children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That at the moment that we were sinning, his love for us was unaffected. That is the greatest miracle of Purim. Chazal tells in Masech de Yuma, why are the men of the Great Assembly called Anshei Knesset HaGdoila? He brings that originally Moshe Rabbeinu davened Hakel HaGadol HaGibar Vahanoira. But when Yirmiya saw Nebuchadnezzar frolicking in the base of Mikdash, she said, where's God's awesomeness? Where's the Noira? Daniel saw the Jewish people being subjugated. Where is the Gevura? Where is Hashem's might? However, the men of the Great Assembly said, the fact that we are among 70 wolves and we're still surviving and we're enduring and we're still alive and we're being preserved, that is the greatest noira, that is the greatest gedula, that is the greatest might, even greater than the might of the exodus of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the might of Hashem preserving the Jewish people. The eternity of Klal Yisrael is a greater miracle. The eternity of Klal Yisrael is a greater miracle than the miraculous, supernatural Nisim of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. You know, the Jewish people are called two names, Yaakov and Yisrael. When Yaakov Avinu was planning to go to Mitzrayim, Hashem called to him. Like the Pasuk says, Vayoymer Yaakov Yaakov. Previously, Hashem told him his name was Yisrael. Like it says, Vayoymer Lo Yaloi Kim. Shimcha Yaakov Lo Yikari Shimcha Oid Yaakov. Kiim Yisrael. What is the difference between the word Yaakov and Yisrael? The Ramban says Yaakov refers to Klal Yisrael in a low level in the Golos. But when Klal Yisrael are redeemed and were Nigal, we are called Yisrael. When we went down into Golos, it says, As we're going to Mitzrayim, we're B'nai Yisrael. But once we're there, we are Yaakov. But the Malbim says there's another nuance of difference between Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov denotes when we're on a low level and Hashem deals with us, Yisrael is when God deals with us, Lamala Menateva, Benisim Geluyim with open miracles. Rav David Koyin, the Rosh Hashiva of Hebron, one of the Gedolei Yisrael today, he points out that in Malachim, when Eliyoh Hanavi made the miracle on Har HaKarmel, he took 12 stones and he put them together and he said, I'm taking the stone, 12 stones 
Kemispar Shivte Bene Yaakov, Asher Haya Hashem, a love Lamar, Yisrael Yashemecha. Then when Elio made the miracle on Harak Carmel, he invoked the name change of Yaakov to Yisrael. What does that have to do with the miracle of Harak Carmel? Says of David Koyen. Elioanovi was trying to access Nisim Geluyim, so he was doing that through the Koyach of Yaakov Avinu's name being transformed to Yisrael. Says of David Koyen, now we understand. Shoishanas. What do we know about the rose? What do we say in Shashirim? Like a rose among thorns, so is my beloved among the nations. We, Klal Yisrael and the Golos, are compared to a Shoshana. That is the perfect analogy to compare the Jewish people in the times of Purim. We were in the Golos. We were like a rose. Says the Roikeach, the word Shoshanas has the same gematria as Esther, 661. By the way, the word Kishoshana, Bein Hachoichim, Soifei Tevois, Haman. When were we Kishoshana? When Kishoshana, Bein Hachoichim, in the times of Haman. Shoshanas! In the times that we were like a rose. Yaakov, when we were in the Golas on a very low level, when there were no open miracles. At that time, Shuasam, Hoyisal, Onetzach, the salvation of the Jewish people was eternal. How do we know the salvation was eternal? Because the day will come when all the miracles of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim will not be significant anymore. So their significance will not be eternal. But how do we know that Hashem's love for us is eternal? We know it from Purim, because even though we hit rock bottom, still Hashem showed His love. If Hashem showed His love when we hit rock bottom, that means, Tishu Asam, Says Halevi, when we say, all the Yom Tavim will become batal, it means they'll become batal b'shishim. They will become insignificant. We will observe them, we will keep them, but their importance will wane. Not so Purim. You know what I like to compare this to? To the famous teaching of Rabbi Yaakov Emden that I love to say over. Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, when we analyze the situation of the Jewish people, we the scattered sheep, after everything that we've endured, everything we've been through, no nation has been persecuted and hounded like us. The number of our enemies who have tried to destroy us is staggering. But all their attempts have failed. They oppose our existence and they passionately seek out our destruction. But Egypt, Babylon, Greece, Rome, media, they vanished. The relics of the past. But Klal Yisrael continues to thrive in all of its glory. Despite the bitterness of our Golos, not one single letter of our Torah has been lost. Just the opposite. Every day, new Svarim come out to show the beauty of the Torah. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, when I contemplate the great, miraculous wonder of Jewish survival, I swear! That it's much greater than all the miracles that God did for us when He took us out of Egypt. All the miracles and all the Yom Tavim will become battle, they will become insignificant. Purim, on the other hand, 
will always be important because this hidden miracle, the miracle of the eternity of Jewish survival, that will never wane. And therefore, says Rabbi David Koyen, the great Rosh Shiva of Hebron, this is the meaning, Teshuasam, our salvation, Hayisala Netzach, is eternal. This is only understood and recognized in the, in the context of Purim. That even when we hit rock bottom, even when we fall to the Madrega of being Nenef in the Suda of Achashverosh, at that very moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu demonstrates, it doesn't matter, you are always considered the beloved children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, there's an amazing Arizal. The Arizal teaches that the light that the Rebunner Shalom graciously illuminated for the Jewish people, this is Arizal writes in the Priyetz Chaim, Shar HaPurim Parakeh, is unprecedented and unparalleled. It surpasses the light of Shabbos. It surpasses the light of Yom Tif. But Hashem wanted this light to last forever. And therefore Hashem said, And every year on Purim, this brilliant, unrivaled light shines again for, for the Jewish people. The Arizal says, It is a light that the likes of which never was. The light of Purim transcends the light of any Yomtif, even Bizman Hazeh. And therefore, it will never become Batam. There's nothing that could happen that will make the light of Purim wane in its significance. Hassam Soifer makes an astonishing statement. Hassam Soifer says in his Jushim Tezafer Zayin Adar, page Reish Samach Dalad. He says, Sha'ar Kadosh HaKolo B'Megillah, the Holy Light in Kabbas in the Megillah, who Mamash Yoyser Gadol is actually much greater, V'Nichbar and more honorable, Mitayraseinu HaKadosh Ba'atzma than the light of the Torah. How could such a thing be? The light of Megillah's Esther is greater than the light of the Torah? How could anything be greater than the light of the Torah? But the students of the Ari, most notably the Tor Barakas, teaches us Based on the words of Midrash Rabbah, the Midrash Rabbah is in Barashas Rabbah, Parshiyat Zayin Oisei. The Midrash says there are many things in this world that are noivlois, a semblance of the original. Shabbos is me'ein o'ilam haba. The sun is me'ein, the supernatural light. And the Torah, the Torah is a noivel, a semblance of Chachma Ha'al the most supreme wisdom. Taira is only a semblance of Chachma Al-Yayna? How could you say such a thing? Now obviously these are mystical concepts that transcend our limit faculty, but we could simplify as follows that when Hashem gave us the Taira, He had to filter down His Chachma so that the human mind could comprehend it to some degree. But if we were to look at the unadulterated Chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in its original form, could we access that? Could the human being access that? Is there any document in this world that has, that is somewhat of a semblance of the Chachma al-Yoyna? Yes, says Rab Aryeh HaKoyin, one of the Gure HaRizal, who wrote the Sefer Tor Barakas. 
he teaches Megillas Esther is from the Chachmah Yoina itself, and that's the reason why Mevatlin Tamatoira Uba'in Lishmaya Mikra Megillah. We are Mevatel Tamatoira, and we come to hear the Megillah. Not only because, well, it's a mitzvah that we have to do, so we have no choice for Mevatel Taira. No, in a sense, Megillah is greater even than Talmud Taira. So, even though Purim is a day, was a day of concealment, Haster Aster Panai, I will surely have concealed my face on that day. Alas, at first the Almighty was hidden as the Jews faced national extermination. The Rebbe Shalom was the concealed through the miraculous salvation and brilliant light of divine revelation. It was turned about. The Rebbe Shalom and the secrets of the Torah became the revealed. And hence we have Barach HaMeshamayim, these two Svarim on Purim. You could get the concealed and the revealed from Artscroll at Artscroll.com. 15% off. Put in the promo code REVEALED, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D. Or the Sefer in Hebrew, in Lashen Kodesh, Magid Horakia. These are, are uh, as Hashem, I hope will enhance your Simchas Yomtif. I want to thank Chazak for hosting tonight's Shir. Thank Ravilan Meirav, Rav Yaniv Meirav, Rabbi Eboff for hosting tonight's Shir. And of course, the sponsor, Chickens for Shabbos. Please go to the Yad Eliezer site. Whatever you could do to help Amonois, Gerushois, Malamdim, it would be a great tzuchus for you, for all of us. May Hashem bless us all with the Chuasam Hayisal Anetzach, the eternal salvation of the Jewish people. We should be zoichet to see the day that all the Yamim Toivim Arbatel will pale in comparison to the great miracles of the future. But Vimei Hapurim Ha'ila, Lo Yavru, Mitoicha Yehudim, Vizichram Lo Yasuf Wishing everyone Afrelechin Purim Bracha Vehatzacha.